I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. The wind chill is freezing, but my love tank is keeping me warm. They call me Little Leap, but that doesn't mean I won't make a huge jump to conclusions. <gasps> yes. Oh, that was very strong. Thank you. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 138. <laughs> I am so tired. And I just found out I have like a maybe I have a Bravo guest next week. And I'm like, you don't want to take the day off for Jesus. And I'm Jewish. I'm like, maybe you don't want to, maybe we need to, re- I need to repent. I need a break. But you guys, happy holidays. It's the holiday season. And I'm here with such a gift. Leah Palmieri, Director of Creative Strategy at Decider.com and a new AG guest. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so honored. So honored. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so first off, we met... At the Certified Bravoholics event in the spring at Bravo HQ. And then I started following you on social and like immediately fell in love. And I read you had done an article for Decider.com that was like the story of you bartending at Watch What Happens, which was fantastic. And I highly encourage everybody read it. Um, And then you most recently were a star moderator at BravoCon. Thank you. That is true. Yes. It was a busy weekend. So first things first, tell the folks a little bit about Decider.com. Oh, yes. I would love to. Um, So I've been at Decider for almost four years now. Oh, which shit. Is, I know, right? 
Um, before that, I worked at like SiriusXM and OK Magazine and all that good stuff. So oh. yeah, so I've um, been talking Bravo for some time. But um, Decider.com is there to help you decide what mm-hmm. to watch. So we are a streaming focused website that covers all pop culture, TV, movies. Um, you know, a lot of my coworkers focus on like the Netflix and Hulu and HBOs of the world. Oh. But I've cornered that Bravo. So yes. that is my main focus. And um, yeah, you know, it's kind of like people will be like oh when's your like busy time and it's like well if you watch bravo it's always a busy time so yeah really yeah so when you were at okay magazine Mm -hmm. and in like the radio world and all that good stuff you were covering bravo labs and the bravo vibe or was it more pop culture i mean this is obviously a huge part of pop this is the pop culture but yeah what was your focus at OK Magazine? It was like all Bravo. So at that time in my life, you're not going to believe this. Maybe you will. I had not really seen a minute of Bravo. Like it wasn't I hadn't gotten there yet. Everyone as a human gets there and their own time. You can't force it on people. So the fact that I had to be interviewing Kenya and remember Lily from Shaws of Sunset Lily Galici Lily's lashes yes yep she she I believe was my first interview that I did in that job wow that's a weird one mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um also uh, Kim Richards was early on too and I you know I just was I wasn't mentally prepared like it just I just wasn't there yet so um wait and you interviewed her IRL over the phone oh IRL so I was um basically like directing our whole video team strategy thing over there so it was like all video interviews and stuff with with every Bravo lab that like came to town so that's how I began my Bravo journey but you know, so I could, um, I was like keeping up, but I was, my heart wasn't all the way in it yet. Yeah, and so I hear you. It, it was like an, more of a, it was more of a job. It was a it job. Wasn't a it was a full job. Yeah, yeah. And it was when I left that job that then I found myself like, oh, I, I miss Portia. And like, so then I started, <laughs> I would watch Housewives and I, then I, then I got it because it wasn't my like full-time job. And so then I understood, oh, this is amazing. And then, um, when I started at Decider, you know, I, I had had this relationship with Bravo. I had worked with them a bunch. And so I kind of fell back into it. And so that's how um, I now my like main jams are Southern Charm and the Below Deck franchises. And then, you know, Sprinkle. I obviously watch Housewives, but those other shows I cover like every day. So and which panels did you moderate at BravoCon? I did Southern Charm, uh, Below Deck and Below Deck Med. And which of the three do you think is like the closest to your heart and soul? I know it's your choosing children, but yeah. I feel like parents do that. So let's, they do. let's, let's oh, yeah, do they it. Do. I, I, I have no problem saying this. So I love Southern Charm and I love that group. And I spent a lot of time with them, especially this year, but over the past few years. And that was the first day. And so I was sort of nervous. And that was the biggest group. There was six of them. And um, that was the one I was just sort of like, if one is going to go off the rails, this is the one where it's going to happen. And so I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't the case. So I love them and that was great. But that being said, and I love below deck as well. That was, that was um, very easy because it was like Captain Lee and Kate Mm -hmm. and Ben. So that was, you know, you're, those are pretty classy, sturdy people there. Yeah. yeah. But below deck med is, (gasps) I know I loved it for a couple of reasons. And it was because um, I do love that show. I love it because it's like on an, it's a perfect summer show. Yeah. It just 
you know it's so easy it's so easy it's fun it's it has its drama but it's like fun drama it's not like depressing drama yeah yeah yeah. um and also I just felt like I learned the most from that one um maybe by accident I don't know but you know Captain Sandy was talking about the time she almost quit the show and it's one of my favorite episodes and so like Mm. that was like a fun nugget for me where I just was like yeah like yeah that was great though and um that was interesting and also Nadine who is um the producer on the show was on the panel as well whereas the other ones were just cast members and love them but I was really glad to meet Nadine because I knew she was like so important to all these cast Mm -hmm. members and I'd never met her and she was so funny and just had so much insight and um was it was just a a different perspective that some of the other panels didn't have Mm -hmm. and uh it it just I I really enjoyed it was also Sunday was the last panel of BravoCon. Oh my god! So everybody was kind of like I don't want to say loopy, but there was a a relaxed vibe to it because we had already done the weekend. Right. Um, We just had Luann to go, and uh, (laughs) which I and that I saw you for one second after Luann outside. Do you remember? Oh, when I went up to Craig. Yes. (laughs) So we. Who was I with? I was with the boys from Glad. Shout out to Glad. And we. So we. (laughs) So they were like, do you want to go backstage after an interview, Lou? And I actually I think I was like, I honestly was like a little like I was like a little I was so t- I was honestly yeah. so tired. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've interviewed Lou before. She's been great. But I was like, I don't think I can do it. Um, and the entire show. So we were supposed to obviously like sit down in the theater. And before that, we had just gone over to the bar. Mm. And because there were so many unique, wonderful personalities attending the event, we stayed at the bar Ooh. for the full performance and just interacted yeah. with all of the turtle timers. And it was magical you like, understand I'm, that was one of the best decisions you've ever made in your life right so I didn't realize how late they were starting yeah. like people were like I was texting with people in the crowd but I was kind of very because I've seen the show before so mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I had to really like watch it mm-hmm. I just was so into the vibe I honestly laugh my ass off with these women yeah. for like the entire because she started a, f- a full hour late or longer than that full hour because she said i didn't know it was supposed to start at nine i would have been on time except no you still started at nine thirty. like she still was not on time okay so um no that was the way to do it for sure i just think at that point in the weekend like the i don't the way to experience the cabaret is you you have to be drunk like that is really the only way i think like I, that was the way i experienced it the first time and that was I don't want to say my full plan for this time, but I was so tired that I don't think my body could get drunk. Mm. Like it was too tired to get drunk. And so I was just a little bit aware of what was happening. And it was just kind of Oh, because like, you were stone cold soaps. I wasn't stone cold soaps, but I was just not drunk enough. I hear you. And everyone, yeah. honestly, at that point, because people started drinking yes. every day early, but the last day it was like so super lubricated and so people were leaving early and needing some like support (laughs) definitely there was like support is the best word people were you know you can serve a look or be over served and there was a little bit of both I would say in that crowd Mm -hmm. did you were you able to enjoy it at all were you just a little bit like I I have to go I'm so tired my body has broken down 
No, like I wanted to stick it out because I was like, I'm here. It's part of the experience. Yeah. So I did stay. Um, I, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. No, it was just a long. It was. It had been a long day, and you had yeah. moderated. Yeah. And just compared to what the rest of the weekend was, yeah. It was asking for a lot. <laughs> I guess is the way to put that. I love her. I mean, she looked amazing, and the Giovanni's and all that were like. I mean, perfect. She mm-hmm. did that right. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> and then give her that. We walked out. So we, I was with Maboos. So yeah. we were walking to Turtle Time with some of the mm. women that we had met who oh. did not. We like had hard plans to meet with them because we couldn't get enough, and we never saw them ever again. Oh, so yeah. like, shout out to I think it was like Karen from Florida or something. Oh, sure. like shout, shout out, out to Karen. Hope you're, yeah. hope you're well. Um, but then you and I ran into each other on the street. You were with Craig, yeah, and I was like, Craig, stop selfie, <laughs> and I said, Oh my god, and, and like, I was, like, oh, yeah. I, was, I was so excited to see you because I don't think I'd seen you. Yeah. All weekend. And that was the case. There was a few people I really didn't see mm-hmm. until the Luann performance or like until Sunday or not at all. Um, and so I was just excited that like I had seen you. Yeah. At some part we had a little weekend. connect. Yeah. And so what did you guys do? Do you went to get a nosh and chill? Yeah. A nosh. Yeah. And I then I went like right to bed. I was like, I just need a mozzarella stick. Yeah. And then I need sleep. I feel like Craig was one of the low key stars of BravoCon. Oh, he looked almost devastatingly attractive yes his pillows phenomenal yes didn't buy one but i fully support his company i also he did it uh right because i believe um they you got a picture with him if you bought it if you bought a pillow oh cute yeah so it wasn't just like that was the way to do it because it helped boost his sales and um they were the pillows looked amazing that like sewing down south is like probably the most successful at this point southern charm business oh i was about to say uh it's the most successful pillow company in the world is it not i (laughs) I don't know that but he's the beyond after a bed bath exactly he's that but if you really look at like craig's journey over the years like who would have thought he would have been like doing these successful pillow parties the pillows look great um it's i'm like proud i'm not his mother but i'm like very proud of the way that this business has all come together because it could have been just like a very half-assed like here's a pillow but it he seems to like really care everybody seems to really enjoy meeting him like yeah i don't he's not somebody who's just like putting on a fake smile i do think he genuinely likes yeah. meeting people no yeah. he seems like a super friendly guy who's yes. just like so fucking hot yeah i cannot yeah take it. yeah so shout out to you craig yeah. um kudos to you yeah so listen I feel like there's a segue to a lot of different stuff. Sure. Because this week has given us a lot of gifts and it's given us some other stuff too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I posed a question to the folks on IG last night Mm -hmm. because of everything happening with Trump. And I said, which housewife would you most want to impeach? Mm -hmm. Who do you want to remove from the universe who do you feel like has either done something currently current Mm -hmm. housewife Mm -hmm. has either from any franchise has either done something that's too far that they should be removed or you don't like them or what and I started thinking about it this morning and I just have I have my answer but I want to hear yours I have two that I genuinely don't like and I will and they're not housewives they're friends um 
And I will say this. I like pretty much everyone. Like, there's really very few. And if I don't like them, then I just have no opinion. Like, there's yeah. very few that I'm like, I don't get out of here. Right. Like, Where you have, like, a physical reaction. It's, yeah. like, too much. It takes you out of the show. It makes me not want to watch the show. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hear you. I have two. And the first one is Camille. I don't want Camille involved in anything in that is remotely adjacent to my life. And Housewives are directly in my life. Um, I can't stand Camille. And the other one is Danielle. Oh, God bless you. I New just, best friend right here. I just, that whole scene, just the faces, like all of it, I just had no patience for. But the actual housewife that I don't want to say impeach because I want her to resign because I believe we shouldn't have to force her. Um, I feel like we're about to say the same person, but I go. I don't know if we are. Is Nini. <gasps> I know. Oh, we yeah. are not, but I yeah. fully support this. Because she doesn't want to be there. And I don't know why she is. Like, I love her. I really do. And when she's peak Nini, she's really peaking. Where I have not seen that peak Nini once this season. Have Nini you? doesn't live here anymore. No. She doesn't want to be here. She's angry at her co-stars and maybe also us and yes. certainly the crew based on the closet situation oh, yeah. for forcing her to film. But yeah. she can't afford not to. And I think she needs to go. I. It doesn't mean yeah. forever. Obviously, these people leave and come back and leave and come back again. But she needs to go. She's not bringing anything. No. She just, and the thing is that, especially in that group, everybody wants to be there. Or even if you're Candy, you make it seem like you want to be there. You know what I mean? I love Candy. She doesn't, I don't know that she needs to be, but she, she seems to still be having a fun time with things. But like Portia, excited to be there. Even like Cynthia, very excited to be there lately, it feels like. Nini just it just feels like such an obligation not one she's having fun with or doing her best or nobody seems to be having fun here nobody so I'm just like girl I don't know if it's a financial situation mm-hmm. I mean who knows um and and I'm not <laughs> I'm way too scared of her to speculate that it would be I just need her to sit down and like have a cup of tea with Ryan Murphy again and maybe we can like pop her in somewhere if she wants to like do acting with him or whatever like I felt like she had some options and then I don't know if she didn't I don't know why she's I don't know why she's on the show period that's that's the I think she lost herself I mean that's the thing that people joke about Kim Zolciak but like you look at Lenithia and it's I I don't know I I don't know if her I, I don't know if I don't know if it's the fame or it's genuine exhaustion or it's the fact that she really has been kind of forced to grapple with some really serious personal Mm -hmm. strife on camera. And that might make a person bitter. I I think that I would be bitter if I had to go through a husband, you know, saying crazy financial things and going through a divorce and going through drama with your kids and stuff and then cancer on camera. Like that is a lot of added tension on top of chaos Mm -hmm. and also you're at a point where you feel like you should be growing out of this yeah like she might feel like she should have graduated by Mm. now and she did and yet now she's back yeah and it doesn't it doesn't really add up for the plot certainly I mean she's barely been on this season so far and who knows if it's because she's being punished for the closet shit or if it's because she was still negotiating her contract or if it's because she shot stuff and there was truly nothing Mm. you know there but 
it doesn't seem like her participation on this is benefiting anything else but her mm. checking savings. And even it, that, the, the the lifestyle you have to live, the clothing, yep. whatever else, it's expensive. Yep. It can't, I don't see any way it's worth it. Even if, I, I can't imagine the number she's getting is even that worth it. You know, and she just, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't seem fun for a single person. And so in that case, you know, take, like you've earned a vacation, take some time, reflect on things, you know, do some self-care. Like, I don't know that a sheet mask is going to fix everything, but I, but I would, (laughs) I would love for her to try. Like I, you know, I, nobody would fault her for saying I've got to take some time Mm -hmm. and focus on me because I don't think she has focused on herself for a while, understandably. Um, but also even like, God bless you, like, you know, continue to work on yourself, whatever, yeah. like, great. This is also a job. You're not yes, showing up to too. work. That you're too. not, you're not physically, emotionally, spiritually showing up. And this is a very fucking difficult career to have mm-hmm. when you are, it is hard enough. I would think to be a full-time like TV, you know, mm-hmm. actor, actress, whatever, um, it's a very vulnerable place you have to be in for so many of those scripted dramas, but this is supposed to be ostensibly some version of your real life. Yeah. So like you're either showing us or you're not showing up because yeah. right now it feels like you're not showing up and she's not, she doesn't like filming. She doesn't want to be around these people. It is very obvious. She has disdain for everybody except Marlo sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's the ongoing conversation of like, should Marlo get a peach? And I was, I used to be against it because I'm mm. like, she is, she was too mean, too harsh, seemed to have violent urges, um, said homophobic shit. And now I'm like, you know what? She's softened. She's got mm. the stuff going on with the nephews that I find interesting. I think there's a way that Bravo can handle her you know, yeah. financial stability. Especially if they, I was also against it and I didn't think it was necessary. And I thought the tiny doses of her that we got were more than enough. Yeah. She made her mark with her moments. Yeah. If Nini were not there, I'd be so much more open to her having a peach because then she's not just Nini's like, you right. know, right hand gal. Then she's might have her. Again, like you said, her own interesting things going on. And what Cynthia said at the BravoCon panel is essentially like it truly doesn't make sense that she doesn't have a peach because she's filming as much mm. as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And right now, uh, Marlo is a huge part of the plot. She's like creating her own events that they're right. filming around. I mean, that is um, it's it's essentially unfair to her. To have her as such a huge part of the cast and the conversation and not give her the fruit. Right. I mean, like, yeah, give her the goddamn fruit. Yeah, it's true. If it like even the fact that Kenya is going to show up and crash your party, Mm. you're significant enough for her to even want to do that. So you're in it. You're in it. All right, so I feel like I want to tell you mm. who I want to yeah. impeach because I just want to get this over with Great. because I feel like there was so much. Oh, my gosh, impeach. I didn't even <gasps> realize. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. We wow. are yeah. magical. Yeah. So the person, I thought about it. There are some people from OC, mm. potentially whatever. But if I'm going to be honest AF. Yes, please. There is one person, and mm. I... I actually didn't even think it was realistic, but frankly, I've been thinking about this for a couple hours and I think it actually really is. Okay. Uh, Leon Locken. I, 
I, when you said I didn't think it was realistic, I You were like, beep, beep, beep. I knew. Would you like to explain? Well, so I've had this conversation with people who are like tangentially involved through relationships Mm, with mm -hmm. um, Dallas Housewives. And I talked about it with Deandra when I interviewed her a couple weeks ago. And Deandra was intimating that Leanne would be fired. And I honestly didn't believe it. Mm. I was like, not based on what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. And I knew that something was going to happen and and was happening with the racist terminology that she was using, which is was derogatory and, uh, you know, seeped in um, prejudice and everything else. Um, And that's not really I don't think it's a conversation of like, was it racist? I think it's like it was racist. So let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I don't let's like not pretend. Um, But I didn't know if that just hearing about it, I didn't know if that would be enough. And then I watched the finale, Mm -hmm. which I thought was one of the darkest, choppiest, not sloppy, but just almost like unnerving. I felt like the finale was like seeping into my bones Mm. in the worst possible way. It was deeply unenjoyable to watch. It felt like, why is it ending now at this weird place? P.S. Did Brandy end up adopting Bruins like how how if that was such a huge part how did we not even get that in the credit yeah. of it was there were some decisions made but then I also was watching Leanne who seemed to be in the moment trying to figure out if she should defend her behavior excuse it or apologize and it was just really unpleasant to watch mm-hmm. and I think the thing with Leanne is she started off on the show as someone I had no interest in watching, I, I strongly disliked her, but she mm. was lightning in a bottle. And I appreciated that. I was like, I don't like you at all, but I understand that you are a spark. And the second season happened and I just kind of like settled into it where I was like, okay, like this show is giving me something. Third season, terrific. And this past season has really been hard to watch. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been entertaining And understanding that, you know, there were rumors of things that we had heard about Carrie with a K, who is not someone I necessarily want to empathize with because I think I thought she was terrible casting. But watching the amount of times that Leanne was behaving in the way that she was um, and her behavior online where she has been really selective and defensive, um, but... (sighs) not great yeah. in how she's handled it and looking at the allies that she's had and how they've been saying that like Bravo is racist and all this other, it has been really unappealing and um, like deeply unfun. Mm-hmm. And so I've had this conversation with AG listeners online too, where it's like, can the show go on without her? And I don't know what next season will look like except that they are casting now Mm. but I had had said repeatedly I didn't see Leanne really truly getting fired Mm. but I don't see how she could ever be back after this Mm. I mean obviously we haven't seen the reunion yet but and I'm couldn't be less looking forward to watching it there's nobody for me to root for except for Stephanie right 
But it's just like, my God, I don't think she should be on this anymore. She used to be able to carry her pain and hurt as almost certainly a defensive shield, but also a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. And just the way that she's employed at this season, you know, like bringing Cam to the brink and then comforting her, which Mm. is very emotionally manipulative Mm -hmm. and watching her interact with the women at the finale and then just being like, I'm leaving peace out. Yeah. And pretending that these women care about her and they're honestly just either afraid or unnerved. Like what was no, this is I'm good. (laughs) Gotta go. It was the one of the stranger endings to a finale. And I say that in the same week where Tamra stood in a damn bush. And so it's like, you know, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that moment. The best part. I'm sorry. And we'll get to OC, but like Gina's responses and like, what? I just magical. Honestly, I fucking love that scene. I know it was like Tamra producing herself, which is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I fucking loved it. Yeah. I don't even care. I loved it for the exact opposite of re- like Tamara thought she was like bringing drama. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm watching this for Gina. Yeah. Gina's reactions yeah. are yes. yeah. so good yes. and so real yeah. and so stupid. Amazing. I'm um, lucky that Gina cared to even go after her. Oh, yeah. For that. Best yeah. moment of the finale. Yeah. Best moment. Um, But the Dallas finale. Yeah. It was like ends on the women standing in a half circle looking confused. <laughs> While Leanne struts out looking on her phone, being like, I feel fine about everything, and then just leaves. And it's like, wait, what? And I couldn't tell if it was, it was the first time I felt like, oh, well, I need a reunion now because that was a cliffhanger. Where other ones, you're sort of like, I don't need a reunion, but it would be interesting to hear what they have to say about this. This, I'm like, we didn't solve anything. So I guess we do have to sit on some couches and figure it out. But also it's like, what do you figure out? And again... I know that obviously they're going to talk about it for a long time. Do I want to hear about it for a long time? Though? I That's really don't want to hear about it. I really don't want to hear this fake conversation of like, are you racist? I really do. I just really don't. I really think it's, um, it's not, it, it is so dark mm-hmm. and watching her. It's like <laughs> her team is making this argument online that she's being, defamed and it's no you're you said these things Mm. but I don't need to watch this fake trial like this isn't nobody is handling this I don't think properly if anybody deserves a chance to respond it's the woman who um these derogatory terms were being aimed at aimed at yeah but like also I'm like this is this is not this is not what the housewives is about in the sense that it is there's nobody (laughs) it's so obvious that this is too much I think for the show Mm -hmm. this is not entertaining this is not that I think this is like I don't want to put it to like Phaedra levels but this has gone off in a different direction and if we're pretending that at its core these women who've been cast on a show are friends or as Bronwyn would say a family of sisters (laughs) um then this is you know fam's breaking up like yeah no good and if Andy's the daddy of housewives his face in when the last two times that he's had to address Leanne's comments Mm -hmm. on watch what happens he does not look happy about it and both times he's been like we've covered this a lot at the reunion and I think he's probably exhausted about talking about it and I think he's also probably pretty embarrassed 
it's dark. It is. And there's no way to make it fun where like, you know, I'm trying to think in OC terms too, where I'm like, okay, I I get that like legal battles aren't fun, but I'm like, when you're sort of like throwing around like my legal battle with Jim Bellino, then it it brings a lightness to it that I'm just kind of like, oh gosh, like I feel bad that you have to like spend money, but like, this is so like, this is ridiculous. And also it was their fault. Like ultimately it was their fault, which we'll get to. Um, Like introducing, like (laughs) there's a way to talk about dark shit that like I don't know this is yeah it's just not there's a lot of comparisons that are like swimming in my head but none are, are really appropriate to compare to this because it it feels so singular and it's also like if this is genuinely becoming so toxic yeah for everyone who's in the cast and the viewers at home you have to remove that toxicity you are you are she is bringing down the franchise right yes I I do agree with because, again, the thing about this is you, you could spend three parts of a reunion addressing it, but it's still a stain on what has occurred this season, I think. Um, now, I do want to get back to your original point of impeaching her because I had the same thought, too, mm. where watching this, I was like, could she be fired for this? Like, mm-hmm. could this be the reality? Mm-hmm. Um, and my first thought, too, was mm, there's like, no way. Like, it doesn't feel like the other shows especially at this point in time, rely as heavily on a central figure the way that Dallas does. Um, But, like, (laughs) in tying into the real impeachment, maybe it's just more of making a point of, like, this is not the behavior that we want to be showcasing or highlighting or exposing whatsoever. Like, it's, it's just, it's a tricky situation. And again, my thing is, like, I don't know. I, I shouldn't even get into the is it racist because like sort of I don't want to say who cares. I just I mean that in a way of like not oh it's fine. I mean that in the way of like what's the point of parsing this out? It's bad. Right. Period bad. Right, right, right. Um but I do think intent is always important to consider. And so I I will say what she does at the reunion is going to matter and if she really wants to pull this together, it's going to have to be a a a genuineness we've literally never seen from her she it doesn't matter what she says about what she was intending to do she was intending to defame someone so her bullshit response which could have passed through anybody relating to like crisis PR or maybe spell check Mm -hmm. one of the two would have been great (laughs) yeah was like I didn't mean to so at that point when you say I didn't mean to like hurt someone I used my of course you did yeah so you've already lost me at the start and also it's like I, we can't have this conversation. First off, we are two white women yeah. having it. Correct. And yeah. watching the responses online, the only people that I'm seeing that are like, this isn't racist, it's just a joke, are all white people. Yeah. Which is like, you're leaning yeah, <laughs> into yeah. your white privilege in yes. a way that makes me feel even more uncomfortable yep. about the defense strategy that's been taken to somehow protect her from this. And here's the additional layer mm. that I was thinking about late last night. Why was she at BravoCon? She was at BravoCon because she subbed in for LVP on the, um, there was like an LGBTQ panel. And so she subbed in for LVP who, for whatever reason, backed out. But she was also on the unfiltered panel, Mm. which I saw. And they knew at that point what the rest of the season would look like. And it doesn't make sense to me that if they were only going to have two people represent Dallas 
that it would be Brandywine has no, there's yeah. no, it doesn't matter, but <laughs> that it would be like, which is a problem, um, but that it would be Brandy and Leanne because mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen for the rest of the season. So why are we highlighting this person as someone who is literally unfiltered when you know what she's going to do in Thailand? Who needs a filter? Who needs a filter? Yeah. And who is not really showcasing the franchise in a positive light and who you know is probably going to be buried by a lot of your viewers. Mm-hmm. If this is at its core a PS fantastically organized sent from heaven mm-hmm. above magical weekend that I wish was every day. Um <laughs> we just keep it in our soul and yeah. carry it with us. Yeah. Um why why have her there? Mm. Well, I mean, I guess that's yeah. the problem that Bravo is dealing with right now is like, this is the face of Dallas. And she's also someone who has behaved reprehensibly and may have crossed, you know, the ultimate line. The other thing about it is that, you know, the general consensus on the season seems to be meh. Yeah. And especially coming off of last year, which people really liked. And so to follow that up with a meh, but then to have at the end of the season, yeah. this like, did you think that this was going to be like having people tune in like that like that to me is where it's sort of like what um ah, can the other ladies carry the franchise can they can they like move on from this uh, who could they bring in like I don't I'm I don't want to say like they need Leanne for people to even want to watch another season because I don't that's not how I feel why are people going to want to watch another season is sort of the way that I feel about this. Not that it should go away, but just like, what are we going to do? This is a deeply unfair comparison. Um, and so I apologize in advance. But on last week's episode, I was talking a lot with Evan Ross Katz mm. about season four of New York. And there is something to be said for the fact that season f- at the end of season four of New York, production looked at the cast and they were like, we've got to clean house and while there were season four is still a a a genuine good watch and there are still great moments but they looked at that season and they were like okay we have some ogs here who had been super necessary for the show and we brought on new people and we really need to reshift this so they fired kelly they fired um alex they fired jill and they fired cindy and you know, we got five and six, which were kind of difficult, still watchable mm-hmm. seasons, but they had to like play around with casting a little bit, reintroduce some new characters, and then they were off to the races again. But, you know, in a new chapter and with a new kind of energy that was fantastic. And I'm watching Dallas and I'm like, they really need to, if this is show is going to continue, which I'm not saying it shouldn't. I, mm, I right. love Dallas, but this was a terrible, truly terrible season with some really low, low moments that have carried on online that make me very uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, to say that I'm a Dallas viewer um, watching that play out. Um, they need to they need to like shuffle the deck. I yeah. mean, there are. I have never once been into Carrie with a K. Mm. I think that they need to bring back Carrie Duber. I was just going to say, yeah, that's, I think she was really would have been incredibly helpful Mm -hmm. because she's someone that Leanne currently seems to trust. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Carrie would have helped mediate Mm. a little bit, or Mm -hmm. at least brought some like levity. And she's, she seems like such a smart woman that that would have really helped us in some of these dark moments. Not that she could have single-handedly saved the season, but we could have used her brain, mouth, and mind at that point. But I feel like you got to get rid of Carrie. You got to get rid of Leanne. 
I don't know what Deandra's future is going to look like. Mm. I feel like because her battle versus Leanne has become so much a part of her storyline. I don't know. Mm. I don't know that she, I don't think anybody really has job security. The only person, the only two people that I think that have true job security right now in Dallas are Cam and Stephanie. Mm. Really? I don't know. And I guess Brandy, I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's like a couple people who are, Good to have, but we do not currently have a true ensemble. No. Not a working one. No, not a functioning one. In sports, they call this a rebuilding year. Oh, So that is what Dallas needs to have, where it's like, yeah, you know, and like on a sports team, if like seniors graduate or whatever, and then like new people come in, they've got to like gel with the team and all Mm -hmm. that. That's what Dallas, I think, needs to experience. But I will say, (laughs) coming back to your original point, you're right. I don't think impeaching Leanne would have felt like a possibility a month ago, maybe right. even. And now it's very, it's a very real possibility. It almost doesn't even feel like an option. It feels like the conclusion. Mm. I feel like she has made that less of a discussion and more of just a definite kind of ending. Gotta happen, yeah. I feel like she's taken away the sort of conversation around it a little Mm. bit because, and it's not just because of the stuff with Carrie with a K. I think that like, we've got it. You're Mm. a broken person. We got your wedding arc. You got to have your happy ending doors closed, Mm. man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, You'll watch the reunion. Obviously I watch every episode of every franchise, including Miami and DC. (laughs) Will you do it like between your fingers, like kind of like peeking or are you like, do is there a part of you that feels intrigued and excited to see what goes down? Hand to God, and I don't, you know, believe in her, but like mm-hmm. <laughs> hand to Hanukkah Harry slash Thana, I have no, I am couldn't be less excited about it. Mm-hmm. Truly. I just, I am going to watch it because that's my job here mm-hmm, at EG, but mm-hmm. I am not looking forward to it in, in the complete opposite way of the energy, enthusiasm, love, and adoration that I have right now for Orange County. Wow. Did not know it was possible. Yeah. If we're going to talk about the magical possibilities that I never thought would ever actually happen this season, Leanne essentially resigning through her character through actions, yeah. through actions and fucking orange County being so goddamn hilarious. I watched the finale. We're recording this on Thursday, early afternoon. The finale aired on Tuesday night. I've watched the finale three and a half times I want to say which is which is yeah. actually not even a high number because I usually do at, at a m- complete minimum two yeah but doing that in the course of like a day and a half or whatever so good and the fucking reunion yeah. which I have heard all three parts are supposed to be magical mm. part one was fucking so goddamn entertaining yeah. where it makes me like look at Dallas I'm like I don't even think I should spe- it's like terrible that we've spent so much time on Dallas which is completely my fault because like they don't deserve it mm. and also Orange County fucking deserves yes. everything yes I think they know how good they are or at least the editors know I just want to like it's the holiday season. Can everybody send a special gift, a present, or mazel to the editors of Orange County, the production company, yes. whomever was holding Vicky's hand as they walked her to guy. the couch? Yeah. I think it was, a, wasn't it like a, was it a guy? I thought it was like a young woman or something that was like walking him to, holding her hand, like fingers yes. clasped, You I, I, prayers up to their knuckles. Like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Orange 
Intra- Andy Cohen, Andrew, middle name, mm-hmm. Cohen, mm-hmm. father of baby Benjamin, mm-hmm. kingmaker of the world, baby daddy of Andy's girls and everything else in this universe, introducing Victoria Gumbelson <laughs> as Jane Roe. It happened and then my body went into shock and I forgot like the re- I obviously we all knew about Jane Roe in the lawsuit or whatever else she wants to throw at production, which is the strangest strategy oh to God. use when you're desperate to come back full time. But introducing her as her pseudonym in the lawsuit that she filed or restraining order, whatever you want to call it, against the network, a co-star and the production company was like so chef's kiss, completely deserved. Yes. Funny smart and like to the point it was the exact right way of addressing it and was such a good move that for the rest of my life (laughs) for the rest of my I swear to God hand to Hanukkah Harry I will have so much appreciation and gratitude to Andy Cohen for that moment it was it was great and it the it was a one-two punch too of also making her wait to be introduced like so did she who told her she was gonna sit her butt right down of course you're not you're not a full-time cast member right now even though I know that's not a thing that will ever you know be processed or accepted in her mind um but the fact that that was the way that she was introduced after the other the rest of them had been sitting there already and had kind of eased into it yeah it is it was so necessary too because she the ego I can't how could this ego expand anymore on her? And yet it continues to. It's like a never popping balloon. And I'm like, somebody bring a pin in this room because like we got to pop this. It is crazy. I, I don't know why I think it's because we started off by talking about Southern Charm, but I'm thinking about Ashley Jacobs mm. showing up to film the most recent reunion where allegedly she showed up at eight or nine in the morning and her call time wasn't like until two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. And so they were like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she just shot the shit in her dressing room for several hours because she is who she is. And then there's Victoria, who probably got the same call time as everybody else, because that's just how things roll, but understands at this point that she is not a friend of. And so she's coming at it from such a f- from being so far behind that her her idea of catching up is just shrieking and shouting of how important she is mm-hmm. because her contract doesn't say that she is that important. Mm-hmm. So she needs these poor, unfortunate, blessedly wonderful angels from her earth production company folks, people working on the show to understand how important she is because her signed contract doesn't <laughs> yeah. match that description. And the best moment of part one, aside from Jane Rowe and like every other moment, all of which were wonderful was Steve Lodge saying to her outside, she's like, we, I should just go. Like, I'm so important. Like, whatever. Like, and then Steve Lodge is like, well, then let's go. Yeah. yeah. And the look <laughs> on Vicky's face of like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go. I, I belong here. I deserve to be here. For one second, she has to think about what would it look like if I left like the and, look- the, and the chill that must have gone through her body at that, even the fact that that idea went through her mind, the like shifty yeah. turning of her eyes where yep. she's like, wait a second. <laughs> is that what's happening here? Is this, is this how I'm saying goodbye? Wait, I can't Never. leave. This yeah. is, this is my show. Who's told Steve that I am physically capable of yeah. leaving? <laughs> I, 
I must stay all day. I got here at four in the morning, fully clothed, ready to start this shit. I am ready to be dramatic and whatever else. I'm ready to scream. I'm ready to call whomever, whatever, and eat some chips during lunch. Like, let's just throw me in, coach. Like, add me to the team. And then Steve's like, we can just, if this is bringing you pain and I'm annoyed by this, let's leave. And she's like, leave what? Leave my life? (laughs) What are you talking about? And frankly, what Bravo was telling her is like, this, this is your goodbye like we are giving you the edit you deserve and this is kind of we're going to talk about like an organic exit I can't she's not going to be back she has you don't think no she sued the production company which was the craziest thing she allegedly promised them an engagement um if they gave her full time she didn't get a a proposal rather uh they gave her full time they did and she got proposed to off camera fine nobody cares and she filmed what she did and she was a huge part of the season but not as huge I would say as Marlo on Atlanta right because you still at this point this season not talking about next season but at this point you still had like Tamara and Shannon like the Trace Amigos could be the Dos Amigas mm. and there's not to me a huge difference and she was a huge part of stuff with Kelly or whatever but she's she is you know twirling herself out I don't I don't see how she could stay and the fact that she has publicly stated at BravoCon to press outlets whatever there is no chance I will ever be a friend of again you either get me or you don't the production is essentially saying we're cool with the don't Mm. like you're telling us how to fire you let's take your advice Mm. You were the OG. Yeah. No one is going to take that away from you, Vicky. But you are not the current star of the show. And you're not the show's future. You are its past. And we have to respect the past in order to change the future. <laughs> if my Sunday school classes on Shoah and the Holocaust have taught me nothing, they taught me to never forget. <laughs> Vicky. I will never forget. I will never forget you. I'll never forget Brianna. I'll never forget Michael. I'll never forget your love tank. I will never forget Brooks. I feel like we got a lot of Brooks this season. Because (laughs) they are telling her she's done. Yeah. She doesn't know she's at her own retirement party, but... (laughs) That's where we are. And according to Emily's Twitter mm. account, she has reached that age. She is ready. She enjoy has your a roast beef sandwich. Enjoy your roast yeah. beef sandwich and your senior discount. And P.S. By the way, Emily's Twitter phenom. But we also have to say that like Ramona is older than anybody else. I think on like any show at this point, and looks like she's twenty four. Yeah. She's a day. So yeah. like the age thing is like funny for what it is, but it means absolutely nothing because right. you can be Ramona will be in her mid seventies and one of the craziest, most fascinating housewives on any franchise. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just get that out yeah. of the way. Um, but my God, like Victoria, like someone should tell her, or rather, they have repeatedly. She signed a document. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. agreeing to the fact that she is not she does it's like what Bronwyn said effectively in the dressing room and ineffectively when they were back on the couch like you're not holding an orange right. this is no longer your show yeah but we appreciate your service yeah. <laughs> but thank you for stopping by thank you, you for yeah. stopping by she looked great she did she did and I will say this not that I should give her the credit but this is the most 
behind the scenes. Yes. We've seen in a reunion at a reunion. You know what I mean? Specific like, to Housewives. Because like yeah. Shaws of Sunset has done this shit with like Michael and yes, Jessica yes, and whatever yes. else. But even that was like sort of at the end. Like I don't yeah, know. That's this, true. That's this true. is like from her coming she's not even at the couches yet and they're already whispering this is going to be brutal blah 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 like this and then she's outside and then she's in a dressing room and then steve like it was the most time i think we've Mm -hmm. ever spent um in a like non okay we're rolling rolling (laughs) if that makes sense like it was so much more of the drama was happening outside of the couches because of her I have a satchel. I totally agree. I have a satchel of gold from Sydney in the Chicago suburbs. Ooh. Not Chicago. Proper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> suburbs. Um, and Sydney says, I was watching the Orange County reunion and I found myself very surprised to be enjoying an Orange County reunion for once. And I think it's because we get to see the power dynamic play out versus the petty fights we usually see. They are letting us behind the curtain. They're letting us see Vicky fall apart in an alley. Not since Pump Rolls has an alley been quite so crucial. And the Trace Amigas fighting against Kelly for number one orange. And I think that the shows are normally at their best when we are watching people struggle within the power dynamics of the group. Would love to hear your thoughts and feels on this subject. Well, Sydney, Mm. we're giving you some thoughts and feels. Mm -hmm. My goodness. I love Kelly. And the thing that I think in my mind when I watch the reunion specifically but also every episode is that you know Vicky comes out screaming and she knows how to rile Kelly up I mean everyone does but like I just want Kelly to react calmly because Kelly is right and if Kelly wants to talk about her positive beverage like I I think that like she has a point and doesn't need to yell back at Vicky like let Vicky yell let her look dumb just be like well I'm in target or whatever you want to say I feel like she did that in the finale. She was really yes. well composed. Yes. And the reunion cycle, Kelly's going to full Cal. Yeah. Kel is as Kel does. Yes. And, you know, Kel is Cal. Mm-hmm. I agree with you in the sense that that will be future work for her yes. and that beach doctor. But <laughs> for right now, yeah, she's going to be like loud and aggressive. I also have to say about this whole lawsuit thing. Mm. I think that Trace Amigas have gotten confused at some point mm-hmm. and have replaced Jim Bellino with Kelly Dodd. Mm. And Kelly is not suing them. The person who's exhausting their college funds, no. as Tamara said, which is... Who's going to college? Yeah. I I think, um, you know, Ryan's going to the School of Hard Knocks and it's <laughs> continuing, Ed. So he'll be there for a while. But I... That was fascinating yeah. to me. <laughs> 300k okay sweetie I, I do believe it's several hundred thousand dollars oh, but sure, I yeah. don't think it was gonna be used for that I think no. cut needed like a new washer dryer yeah, or something yeah. and off we go um the here here's what I'll say about this whole lawsuit thing Kelly says that all she meant to do was like embarrass them shame them on social media Shannon has said online that Kelly sent her a screenshot of a text she sent to Jim Bellino offering to genuinely help him completely inappropriate Mm. kelly has a history of going too far saying megan king edmonds is a bad mother doing whatever else um bringing to light things that vicky fed her which is vicky's problem but um i do not in any way condone or support kelly talking about the lawsuit in the way she did which was absolutely harmful and if she did reach out to jim bellino that's terrible yeah that sucks but that hasn't necessarily cost these women a single dollar Mm -hmm. they are 
in litigation with Jim because of shit that at least Tamara, if not Tamara and Shannon said on a podcast. So the podcast host is getting sued and they're both getting sued. And the reason I was talking about this with um friend of the show, Tracy Morrissey, before we started recording, because I was like, I didn't totally understand why Shannon said that even though her role has been kind of removed from the lawsuit, she would still have pending litigation for another two years. And it's because he can appeal. Mm. So like this sucks, like it's costing a lot of money, but that's not Kelly's fault. Kelly absolutely went too far in having a moment and trying to fuck them. And they have done terrible things to her as well. I mean, it is fascinating to me that in that dressing room lunch moment, while they're eating like Lay's <laughs> chips or whatever, like who sure. even knows? <laughs> Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Great work. Yeah. Great work. Um, that Vicky's like, how dare she reach out and it's crossing a line or whatever. And then she's comparing it to something else, which, make, which makes no sense. But also like, Vicky did that during the show because Gina told us that she did. Vicky reached out to a woman that was preparing to sue Kelly or was suing Kelly because of some sort of bar fight. And Vicky reached out to the plaintiff to get some shit. That is, is that not the exact same thing except the amount of time spent on the lawsuit is like more substantial for the podcast stuff. So Go fuck yourself, uh, Vicky, on that. But I appreciate you being completely horrible because it has given us so much. Again, rest in peace. (laughs) But with the rest of these women, it's like, yeah, sure. Kelly shouldn't have done that. And Kelly does behave terribly. But so have several of you. And ultimately, if you're out of hundreds of thousands of dollars, that's not Kelly's fault. Mm -hmm. If you want to fight Kelly on stuff, fight her on other shit. But this is not her fault. And you look tired. Yeah. You I'm not going to say age of shit. I'm going to say like plot specific. This is overdone. Mm -hmm. You're not winning any fans here. And I have told the listeners about my love for Shannon Bedore. I stand for Shan. I, she's my spiritual sister. I like love her to bits, but she has had a really bad season and she has aligned herself strategically in a terrible move with two symbols of years past. And I think if we're going to talk about casting changes on franchises, I have struggled with getting rid of Tamara because even though she's like, super manufactured that manufacturing like helps deliver product but based on the finale which was yeah. f- the bush moment phenomenal but also <laughs> like this was obviously highly she thought she was gonna have like a dramatic moment and it it, it definitely was cinematic but it just wasn't what she thought it was gonna be I, get rid of vicky which is an yeah. easy lift and get rid of Tamara. And I think you leave Shannon because I think Shannon alone on an Island having to grapple mm. with what she has said in public about Kelly and on the show about Kelly is a really kind of spark of a dynamic, um, potential rivalry, whatever. And I would be curious to see how they fight. If Shannon hasn't surrounded herself with like an inner circle of essentially protection. Yeah. That is an alliance that needs to be broken up. And I think the best way to do it is to get rid of VG and Tamara and leave Shannon there and see what happens. I don't disagree. You, I, especially as you were speaking, I was like, I'm seeing it because when you look at these two couches, I mean, Emily and Gina had great second seasons. I thought they had good first seasons, but they had great second seasons. Fantastic. Who would have known? Who would have known? I like them. I, I so strong yes. in different ways. And 
as did Bronwyn had a good first season. She had a really good first I'm season. I'm not saying she's immediately like likable and everyone's favorite, but she did a lot of things yeah. right. Yeah, she did. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, Kelly is <laughs> Kelly is um, crazy. And I will just say that if there were talk of her not coming back, I wouldn't be surprised, but I would be annoyed because you're right. I do think Kelly comes back and Shannon comes back. I guess. Is there any talk of Kelly not? I've not heard no, that. I don't think there is, but I just. Last season there was. Yeah, and she's I like, I won't film with Vicky again, but she got over it. I wouldn't be surprised because like that stuff just sort of pops up you know but i will say this that this was supposed to be shannon's like glow season where she's shannon yes exactly like we were supposed to have a lot of that like shannon yeah like and i don't feel we got anything like what did she do she went to the hospital like i i she just like didn't do anything and that bums me out because like this really was an opportunity and you're right if those other two weren't there she could have gotten in the mix she could have been doing some fun things I liked her being there for Gina I wish there was like more of that Mm. um you know but Gina Gina will need that more next season anyway Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's yeah you're right it's those two and again like yeah Tamara annoys me but never to the point where I was like never to my Camille level where I was like get out of here Mm -hmm. If Vicky and Tamara weren't there, and even Vicky, there's still this piece of me that I don't know. I I still she annoys me too, but but I still appreciate her, um, just for who she is and always yeah. has been and will be. But yeah, you're right. I would love to see a season without the, those two. And I don't even know. I mean, I guess you probably bring one more person in, but I don't know that you need to replace. I think it's just you need to remove. I think we need somebody else in there. And a couple people have suggested Dubrow. I don't mm. know that Dubrow would be down for it. I know okay, you like, know who I'm going to say? Who, Kel- uh, Megan? Um, well, Megan, yes, but no. She can't. Um, she, yeah, because she has to stay where she is because of the divorce and her family's oh, all there. Um, yes, but no. A person that I usually like to... It's like the kind of thing that I don't like to drop on people unless like I feel comfortable with them. <gasps> Are we in a safe yeah. space? Mm-hmm. We're in a safe space now. Wait, can I guess? Yeah. Gina Keough. Mm-mm. Wait. Okay, wait. Is it a former OCR? Mm-hmm. Can I say Megan King Edmonds again? <laughs> you can, but that's not who I'm thinking of. Wait, Gina Keough, Heather Dubrow. A person that just has a place. And I don't even want to say it in my heart, but they just have a place. Gretchen. Don't. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to say Sorry. Lynn Curran, and no, I was no. like, don't you dare. No, it's Gretchen. Now, how would she fit in with this group? I how don't would she know. fit in with any group? I don't know. But there's something about her that... I'm shaking my head I, now. I, it's in the universe now. That's all. That's all. I've put it out there. But Gretchen, I feel like, only makes sense if Tamara is there, because they hate each other. Do you believe that Gretchen wouldn't be able to find one of these right, other women is- to, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like she comes with Slade. She got, she's got a baby now. Like there's a part of me that's like, maybe this oh, is her God, Kenya. She comes with Slade. I know. <laughs> I'm like, maybe this is her Kenya time or like Kenya wanted that baby so bad and got a baby. And like, you know, it's not going to be her best season just because of everything else going on. But maybe we can root for Gretchen a little bit or we can at least just see maybe a different side. I don't know. I don't know. Just putting it out there because even like Alexis got to come back for a lunch. Like I know the last time that they let Gretchen come back for a dinner, it wasn't great. But like we're working with some new dynamics now. That's all. That's all. It's out there. <laughs> <sighs> 
I just, she's not, there's nothing real about her. There's not any, she wants it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, but I don't know. this is this. I don't know, but I also don't know her life. I don't know. This don't know. group, I think right now with the minus Tamara and Vicky, if, if, cause we've already made those casting yeah, decisions. It's already been done. Yeah. It's already been done. Someone slide into their DMs. Yeah. <laughs> are probably the most likely, not that the others weren't previously, but this group really would show some authenticity and call Gretchen out on things and maybe inspire her to be realer. I don't know how I don't know exactly how to articulate that, but I'm just saying it's like an experiment. I would I would never be able to not watch. And she has been very supportive online of Kelly. And mm, I love that kind of support because I feel like they could turn very, very quickly oh, yeah. when filming starts. So, yeah, that's interesting. I'm not saying a full time. I'm not saying a full time for her, but I'm just saying, you know, someone, you know, make just make sure you got her number in your phone is all. I know it's something that you're going to have. It's it's here's the thing about that is that you can think about it now, yeah, but it's like going to be like later today, a couple more days. Some It's going to it's going to hit you and you're really not going to like <laughs> even more than you don't right now. But I'm just it's just it's I just I put it out there. So. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. That is a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I do like that you didn't even guess her. Like, that's how far down your list she was. She really, truly she really wasn't even would on not. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Lynn Curtin. No. 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 Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Something for me to think about. Yeah, just think about. Or not. I mean, block it out of your mind. Because, again, I don't think you're going to. I don't think you'll come around to it i think it will it will just you'll just hate it even more yeah but, I think that, I yeah it's once yeah, it settles it just, yeah yeah you'll like really shards of glass yeah. settling where it's like okay i dropped it and it hasn't hit the floor yet but it's yeah, gonna hit the floor and explode hit. and you're really it's not gonna, gonna like hit. it but i just just something about her here's my question we talked a lot about Dallas. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about Orange County. Orange County deserved it. Dallas sort of deserved it, but more in the form of like a fable. Yeah. Talked about Atlanta. Why is it that the last several episodes of Andy's Girls, for whatever reason, the conversation hasn't truly been around Jersey, which is producing, having a good season, strong episodes. I was totally ver- verklempt with the crying and the Gia mothering and the like Adriana at Easter truly devastating scenes truly devastating episodes but why isn't it that Jersey hasn't been on the tip of minds um for a couple reasons well for one reason it's because OC has been super fun and Dallas has been super unfun and Jersey has we would have talked about Jersey earlier if they were one of those two things and they're not right they're 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 not unfun and they're not um totally bad but they're both just enough depressing and enough fun to just be like oh yeah that's on too and and so it will have its time in you know a couple weeks once we're done with Dallas we're done with OC um Dallas will have a little more space to or sorry not Dallas um Jersey will have a little more space to shine before Beverly Hills comes back into things but um for right now it's just kind of like trucking along the other thing is that the major moments of new jersey are happening not on the show it's the Teresa and joe separating Mm. it's Teresa and joe continuing to do whatever the hell they're doing Mm -hmm. um and so that's where 
I think things are playing out. Also, we talked, or not maybe not you and I, but like I felt like we as a we, yeah. universal we, talked a lot about you know the Caroline Manzo and like that right. that sort of stuff. And so it's, um, I don't want to say there's nothing to say because there's definitely things to say, mm-hmm. but there are other more pressing things to say outside of what we're actually seeing on TV. I think that's the way I feel about it. Like, I'm like, yeah, I watched Jersey. Cool. But I don't feel like, <gasps> whereas, you know, anything Kelly says, I feel like I have, I've got to talk about immediately. And you know, the timing of this, when they said orange County, we're doing all three parts in a mm. week. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. I got nervous for orange yeah. County. And now I'm like, Oh, this is the greatest gift I'll ever mm. receive in my entire life. Like I don't even have to wait mm-hmm. three weeks to get through this or two weeks getting it all in a week. God bless. But I think that's actually going to be super helpful for Jersey because when you yeah. have four franchises airing at once, it's just a lot of that's TV. Okay. It's a lot of content. And I think you're completely right that when a show is hitting it at such a high point or the volume is all the way to the top, which I would say it, with Orange County and then Dallas I just want to mute like it's hard to be in the middle you know I feel like Atlanta doesn't always get that appreciation Mm. for being at such a consistent point of excellence and with Jersey they've reset they've got a really strong cast now I think they've got all the pieces it's going to be a good season it's going to be a really easy season to rewatch. you know like that's going to be it's going to be a strong thing to have in the DVR of our hearts and minds and I think that the timing of this with Orange County wrapping right before or maybe during this fight scene yeah. with Margaret and Danielle is like the perfect mm. oh my God. strategy. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think wow. that it will take over. Like I think with Orange County wrapping, I don't think yeah. Jersey will take yes. over like Atlanta, but I think it's going to take over a huge part of conversation because yes. that's going to be such a wild bullshit, insane moment. A hundred percent. It fills our OC conversation spot. Yeah. Yes. That is completely true. Cause it's not, again, that is sort of, it's ridiculous. It's the mm-hmm. same fight, the same level of ridiculous fighting. Yeah. It's not, you know, even the Joe stuff is like not quite as depressing as I feel it's been in the past because we've lived through it we've grieved already or not but like it we're sort of you know I'm never gonna look at those girls crying and not feel something but like we're we've been through it we know they're good we've seen the picture of them smiling in Italy we know they're like okay right now and so I think we have that comfort and we can watch it and be like well but like not like oh and there's warmth there it's like there is caring this family is struggling they're going through a lot and they love each other like even even bringing the fucking sprinkle cookies was such an a plus plus move because Joe was able to refer to it and be like we're never going to be here again eat this sprinkle cookie you stupid bitch and it's like yeah that's that was a phenomenal moment and it's like there is love there. Yeah. Uh, this is a real family again. And in Dallas, it's like, no, these are people who hate each other, yep. who are stuck recording with each other, who don't want to be anywhere near each other, but pretend that they do. Yep. And that's all there is. There's no space there or interest in like that kind of connection it's obviously not never going to be a family and certainly not this kind of very specific Italian family dynamic but yeah I think that's why I'm watching these moments with like Adriana and Gia and poor sweet Melania and Mm. you know Tay Tay and Stephanie somewhere Mm. in the background um but I'm watching these moments and it's really sad and it like makes me truly emotional thinking about it um figuratively not literally right now but um and 
but they they because there is that love there yes. and because it also is really real it's not manufactured for the show it it makes it watchable they're supporting each other yeah. and they're all on the same page right now whereas right. before if like the judice and gorgas were oh, split like never i can't go back watch to that. that i can't watch that can never whereas go back to that even though joe is separated from them physically and now nearly legally or whatever but mm-hmm. They are still all supporting each other and caring about each other and they're on the same page and they have some perspective on things. And that is why the sprinkle cookies, are, you know, was there uh, that wouldn't that there's no previous season where that would have been right received the way it was. So completely. Um, yes. Jersey, there is there's more even though we're seeing someone get deported, there's still more hope and there's more um yeah, and again, we're seeing everybody come together. Everybody's coming together around Teresa. Everyone's coming together now around Margaret soon, I would hope. Um, so there's a, a unification that's happening there that, yes, I'm glad the you know next half of this season will have a little bit more time to shine. It will sort of take over the Wednesdays and be the Wednesday you know thing that we care about by Dallas. P.S. Yeah. I Obviously, we've all heard about the fight. I've spoken with Margaret about mm. the fight. Wasn't expecting that glass of water moment to be as impactful as it was and also i've seen screenshots of when danielle is physically um ashleying shall we say Mm -hmm. when she's like grab but eve much much tighter than what ashley did um but grabbing margaret's hair and she's smiling it is so fucking scary that woman is the fact that they showed horrible can't yeah. We saw the glimpse of it. Trigger in the warning. Trailer. We're talking yeah. about Daniel's yeah. Trigger warning. Yeah. We saw the glimpse of it in the trailer. Yeah. But even in the next week preview that mm-hmm. we saw this week, it's the whole thing. Like there's, I don't know what more they're going to show us in the episode, but I'm like, I've seen it all now. And it is. <sighs> the thing about it is, you know, I know they don't want to just be known as ladies that are pulling ponytails and things. But what else did you want me to talk about? I mean, when you, <laughs> what else is there? When you find your scale in <laughs> yeah. life, honestly, lean in. Don't lean lean in. Next snapback, just like, lean in. <laughs> but, but, and Margaret told me that she did get whiplash from that, which is pretty crazy to think about. Like literally she got whiplash. She had to go to the doctor. Honestly, yeah. when Margaret says something, no joke, like no, no shade. I believe it. I was going to say, would you ever question her on Never, something? Never. Not once. No. She's not. She doesn't need to fuck around. And also her mind doesn't work that way. She says exactly what she thinks in the moment. And if it's hurtful, it is. And God bless America regardless. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah. She is just who she is. And that is why I think she's had like such a great impact. Because even when she makes bad decisions, I don't question that they're being done for the show. I mm. think that she is uniquely herself. Mm-hmm. She has her reasons. She has her reasons. Yeah. Um, one quickie. Yeah. If anybody saw this on social, I went to a New York filming this week. It was a private. That was the Luann thing? Yep. It was the private small um, uh, industry preview <gasps> of her next show, Mary Fuck Kill. What? Yeah. What so, does this mean? So there were rumors in like page six or whatever that like Leanne, uh, Leanne, oh my God, I'm so yeah. sorry. Apologies okay. to Lou. That Lou was like, going to be working on like comedy set and so I thought it was going to be straight Lou like comedy comedy store style but what she's doing with her next show like this is not the cabaret anymore or it's, it's part of still the still under the cabaret okay. umbrella but it's a new concept okay. where they like 
she sang Viva La Diva, mm. which was her, her new song, which I truly, genuinely loved, which Did is like very seventies. Like, have you seen? Was this the full run through of like a full show or just like a segment? Like, it what, was what? like thirty minutes long. Okay, okay. Um, at a um in a studio space on yeah. the west side, and um, so the concept is that like they there's like imagery and graphics, and she'll grab people. She grabbed people from her cast. Mm. You know, Sonia came. Um. Leah came, mm. Leah's sister came, who I think is now being bumped up to a friend of, another woman who I didn't know came. Mm. And um, one so- aside that I will say is that I'm not really emotionally prepared for a housewife to be named Leah. It's not the most popular <gasps> name. And Ooh. so now a housewife, and she granted she has an H, I believe. I do not have an yeah. H. Um, so I am, it's a real like, going to be an interesting 2020 for me in that way. And she might be yeah. an interesting housewife. I didn't, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't sure how thrilled I was about her, I was but say, based on her interaction, I got a vibe. She's very funny and very quick mm. in a way that I was like, oh, really? Okay, yes. Do I the name some, some good Yeah, here. she's yeah, doing some, right. she's got okay. it. You got an investment there okay, in that, Leah. I think she she might be yeah. okay. Um, So you say like some, a graphic comes up on the TV screens and it's like somebody from the show, like a Harry oh. Dubin, um, somebody from pop culture and then maybe somebody else from pop culture and you say who you marry, Stupp and kill. And... It was really fun. It was the friend, like the person she picks as it, or does she weigh in as well? She weighed in. She had Sonia there performing mm. <laughs> with her in like black tie, I think from her collection. Um, yep. So Sonia was there and, you know, she had Leah do it. Leah's sister did it. Um, somebody from the audience did it. And it was genuinely a lot of fun. Also, Viva La Diva is truly a jam. Like, wow. really? Like, I love the um, instrumental at the beginning of Feeling Giovanni. That was my favorite part of it. But Viva La Diva, I think, is like a genuine housewife wow. bop. It just felt like a lot of fun. Um so I didn't know, based on the location, I was like, I didn't know how big this was going to mm. be or whatever. It ended up being very, very small. I think there were 20 of us total, oh. including the cast. Um, and, you know, you do your waiver picture in front of the producer thing. And we walk in. We're so excited. We sat it directly behind, because there were only three or four rows, sat directly behind the housewife furs that were there. So we knew that we would be on camera because we were like right there. And then at one point, a producer walks up to us and she's like, hey. And I think like somehow we're about to get kicked out, even though, you know, like I'm yeah. like, oh my God, what did I do? She goes, she or he, I think she, she goes, um, Hey, would you, they go, Hey, would you mind? Um, they just need to capture your entrance. Would you mind? Um, and I looked up and I was like, never in my life will anything be as good as this. You want me to redo? Are you kidding me? Like, I did they have any notes for you? I know for, I could leave right after. So of course I like haul ass, grab my coat, go to the front, forget my bag, which is directly on my (laughs) seat, which we will not talk about in any way, but it was just there for you. I had had one of Sonia's interns just wrap it up for me in advance pickles. Um, and then we did our entrance. And of course I, because I am literally 70% clown. I like walk in, I'm like doing the performative, like, where are we guys? Oh my God, we've arrived. And I'm like, doing my bullshit talking it was a lot I just have to say shout out to Lou and her team it was truly a lot of fun and hopefully you'll see some moments of that on next season I'm annoyed it won't be till towards the end I'm guessing of the yeah I think it'll be towards the end Mm -hmm. well Uh, I can't wait I mean I can't wait I can't wait to have you back this was (gasps) thank you so much so magical can you tell the folks how to see all things um decider.com yes and follow you on social tell the people um so the website is decider.com as is the instagram 
It's D-E-C-I-D-E-R-D-O-T-C-O-M. So dot oh, is spelled cute. out. Yeah, dot Love com that. spelled out. Love that. Um, I do highly recommend giving it a follow if you're a Bravo fan because we've yes. got all the gifts and the memes and, um, you know, we, we do a lot so of those. And it's so funny. I yeah. love it. Love, love, love. And there's um, anytime we, you know, interview some of them and stuff, they're popping up on there too. So um, including like, you know, Project Runway and all that kind of stuff as well. So that's that. For me, I'm Little Leap, L-I-T-T-L-E-L-E-A-P. Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter. That's me. One final question. Who's the Bravo Lab that you haven't interviewed yet that you'd love to? Oh, Erica Jane, hands down. What's your, yeah, tell me. Yeah, I wrote about the episode, not this past season but the one before when they go to it was teddy's beach house i guess and she left because she had her period yeah and so you know and so i came into work it was one of those things where like you know i was like thinking about came into work and um i have two male bosses and (gasps) had to send a pitch and i was like you might not get it but this is a real thing and so I wrote like I, was, I probably was like a thousand words about Erica having her period and like why that mattered and just in the way that the women reacted to yeah, it yeah, and yeah. all that. And she shared it and was like, well, oh, wasn't really planned on sharing an article about me and my period today. But here oh we are. My Something God, along that's those incredible. lines. And I just the the thing with she's the like the elusive one that I have Shantus. not. Yes. Okay. I have not like met in person yet. Okay. I was just a few feet away from her at BravoCon, but I was mm. like, if it's meant to be like, well, like she'll come over here. Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't have this relationship with many Bravo labs. I've met most of them, interviewed yeah. most of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one that um, <gasps> I'm just sort of waiting for like when the time is right, we will oh like be God. able to chat. Um, I'm guessing maybe now that she'll be here for Chicago, there might be more opportunities. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited about when that. When it's right, it's right. But she's the one that she's just one of my favorites. I'm a little nervous about the new season here and the rumors of like, are people going to try to like be mean? Like, I don't know. Are you really going to try to step to Erica Jane? And also, why are Denise and Rinna fighting? That whole Instagram thing that. of like, why didn't you call Super Sh- I did not want that. I, I do want not them. want that. That no. did not look good. That did not look good. But I anyway, love sorry. them both. Yeah, so I love them like both. I do them. not want to choose. Yeah. This is not, this no. is not, it's not going to be good uh-uh. enough for us to have to deal with this mm-hmm. on top of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So Erica, and what's, Erica a, what's your, what would you, your first question to her be? Oh gosh! Right. No, I, that I, you can't. Yeah, Gotta I don't keep know. It close. I would have. Oh no, not keep it close. I think that like, I would have to know a, a solid like week in advance. Like this is not the kind of thing where they're like Erica Jane's outside. You want to talk to her for five minutes? Like no, no, gotta prepare. Like I need to have this planned. Like the order. Just I don't know that it would be show related. It would be personal. It would be something about mm-hmm. her and her life. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be yeah. It would it would be. But it would also be light. I know that. It wouldn't be something heavy. It would be mm-hmm. like something. It would probably maybe be about the period. I don't know. Like, it's possible. I'd want to know um, what's up with Tom Girardi's uh, W9. I just want to, I just want to know. I W2, 1099. I don't want to know anything about it. That's the thing. Like, I just, that, and that's what I think is like sort of her only weak spot. That yeah, I, yeah, That I think people and, would want. Yeah. I get the interest. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those that's like. <laughs> I'm okay. You're I don't okay. want to know because I, I I can't imagine if it were good we'd know, and so that's why I'm just like I don't want to. That's know. a really yeah. good point. Yeah. So well, I am so glad that I now know that you are destined to come back. This was thank you so much. so much fun. I could thank talk to you, you about Housewives. Same all 
fucking day long. And again, I do. I cover Below Deck like crazy. And the season is about to kick into a new notch. So um, if you're into Below Deck, make sure you stay tuned to Decider because there's a lot to come. I am so behind. I haven't watched any episodes of Below Deck this season. I need Uh, to like get my shit together. Yeah. Catch up now. Okay. Before she hits the fan. It's yeah, it's hitting the fan. So it's it's making its way directly towards the Ah! fans. (laughs) Guys, if you want to make your way toward my Instagram. Mm. I do. do that. I'm going to be posting a lot of your responses for which housewife you would like to impeach. I've gotten a ton back and some are super shady, which is Perfect. my niche. Um, Instagram at Dame Galley, Twitter at Sarah Galley. Forgot my name for a second. <laughs> Happy holidays. And um, y'all, I think we will indeed have a new AG next week. But regardless of if we don't, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Um, happy checking savings. Mm. Whatever is left after you get all the people you dislike. Some bullshit <laughs> gift. Um, everybody stay safe and sane when you are with your holiday family or... <laughs> Non holiday family. What does that even mean? Um, regardless of what you're doing, um, guys, I hope everyone has a great holiday. I'm just gonna say holiday over and over and over again. Holiday. A holiday. And um my love for everyone is really the greatest present you'll receive because it's so filled with um sass, but is also uh technically free. Um <laughs> guys, we can't wait to keep with you again soon. And um that's all there is. Okay guys, uh, bye-bye. Bye bye.